Coach Kynes, it's been a while since you were the head coach. What do you tell your team at half? We just got to stop that little inside trap. You know, the option didn't hurt as much. We played pretty hard. We just got to stop that inside thing. Offensively, we kind of sped it around, got the ball in the end zone. But, you know, defensively, we got to get out of the field on that two-minute drive. With key injuries to your offensive line, what do you do in the second half? Oh, we're going to go play. We just got to keep playing. Thank you, Coach. <laughs> because I know somewhere deep down in my heart, I still love you. What do you do all day? <laughs> um, and uh, I think I, we should probably change things up a bit. Um, so I think that around the things that we've learned at Google, um, they're like, I'm brilliant. Click. <laughs> and so it turns out, like, you know, flattery really does get you everywhere. It's the hot show, not the dust show. Act like you know. You don't know. It's called the Hush Show, and not the Dust Show. The H U N Show. It's the Hush Show. It's the Hush Show. It's the Hush Show. Welcome to the Hush Show. I am Willie Buckshot. That is Jimmy Marbles. What's happening, Jimmy? Oh, man. You know what? what? Life is good. <laughs> life is good. <laughs> you know, every week, life is good for you. Anything, it is. Anything bad ever happen? Oh, it does. <laughs> <laughs> but but when, when we do this show, everything is all good. Huh? That's right. All your problems is out the window. Out the window. All right. I could be like you. <laughs> I got problems. <laughs> I got issues. <laughs> Man, uh, yeah, welcome everybody to the Hush Show. Uh, I'm glad you could join us again. Um, check us out at hushshow.com and subscribe to us. I cannot say subscribe. I can't say say. <laughs> subscribe to us. Subscribe to the Hush Show on iTunes. All right. Uh, you know what? Remember last week we got an official what? Sponsor. Cora Natural, with no artificial colors, fillers, or synthetic additives. If you are suffering from sensitive dry skin, this soap will deeply moisturize and restore the love you have for your skin. Cora Natural. And you know what? Let me read a quick testimonial. I just want to say thank you, Cora Natural, for creating such a wonderful soap. My teenage daughter was so frustrated with her facial acne that really took a toll on her self-esteem. I was reading about the benefits of lemongrass and heard about your soap. Within a week, you could see the improvement, and her skin was actually clearing up. I was simply amazed. Thank you for creating such a wonderful soap. You forever have me and my daughter as customers. That is Cora Natural. Go to coranatural.com. <laughs> Silence. All right, I was just hoping for a, hoping for a little cosign over there. You were like, yeah, ditto. That's right. Okay, that's right. Cora Natural. Um, you know what? When we go to commercials, mm-hmm. there is some funky music that plays 
is that I'm really digging <laughs> on. Tell people where they could find that commercial intro music at. Oh, they can go to jimmymarbles.com. That is J-I-M-M-Y-M-A-R-B-L-E-S.com. I wasn't sure if you knew how to spell it. started slowing <laughs> down. Hey, uh, can't they also find it on SoundCloud or will that link them to SoundCloud? Oh, yes. You can go to jimmymarbles.com and when you click on Beats, it'll link you over to SoundCloud. But if you happen to be a SoundCloud member... You can just look up Jimmy Marbles and uh, subscribe. I am a SoundCloud member, so I find it quite easily. Um, you know what? Didn't your music make it on a show one time, I thought? It did. It actually got picked up by a Discovery Channel. Nice. And yeah, so it actually, one of the beats got on Discovery Channel. And So uh, you're, you're like a published artist. Then. I am. Are you getting any residuals? I got a couple of bucks. <laughs> <laughs> Show aired once, we're like, all right, we're canceled. Uh-huh, 47 cents. <laughs> all right, so we, we've done all the official stuff. Now, let's get into the other stuff. This week, I thought we would talk about jobs. Okay. One of your first jobs or one of your worst jobs or it could be one of your best jobs, but I like talking about the first and the worst. Okay. Okay. All right. uh, uh, let, let me start. I'm going to start. I'm okay. going to start. Okay. All right. I I gave you a commercial. Can you play that commercial for me? Sure. All right. Kentucky Fried Chicken. Kentucky Fried Chicken. If you want Kentucky Fried Chicken, you have to visit me. Go visit <laughs> the Colonel and have a piece of chicken. Visit the Colonel. Go ahead and eat. You visit the Colonel. When you eat his chicken, <laughs> Kentucky Fried Chicken, a real old-fashioned treat. Okay, all right. So as you know, my my first official job was at Kentucky Fried Chicken. But that commercial is like a We Are the World commercial. There's black people, white people. It's everybody in there. And this little black boy had a big old part in his afro, <laughs> which is funny because I haven't seen one of those since Arnold and and. <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. Different but strokes. Mo- <laughs> but the mom was up there sucking on her fingers. Did you see that? Yeah, yeah. and I think she had some food on her lip, too. Anyway, <laughs> KFC, that was that was my first official job. I was 15 when I got that job at a work permit. So they had me up front mm-hmm. taking orders, you know, at the front counter, at the okay. drive through everything else. And at this time, this is years ago, it was only the women working up front oh. and, and me. And all the guys were in the back, you know, making the biscuits, making the chicken, doing all the manly things, stocking Uh the freezer. I'm like, man, I need to be back there with them. (laughs) And so one day, no, check this out. One day I'm I'm serving somebody. Yeah. And I have my back to this guy. Uh And he's like, no, ma'am, you didn't get my order ready. I'm like, (laughs) ma'am. Like man, and his son nudges him. I turned around. He's like, "That's a dude, Dad." I was like, "I know I got a baby face and everything, and maybe my voice hadn't changed at the time." Did you have a jerk girl then? You know, but I had a I had a tore up shag. Anyway, at that point, I was like, "You know what? It is time for me to work in the back." So I was telling my boss, "I'm like, man, you got to put me back there with the men." Yeah. And after a couple weeks, he was finally like, "All right, man, I'll put you back there." All right. And so I get back there. I put mm-hmm. on my apron, my big okay. leather pleather apron, <laughs> and I start flowering up the chicken. Okay. You got to fold the wing a certain yeah. way, and then uh-huh. you put them on the rack a certain way, and then you drop them down. 
and you close the top and you seal in the herbs and spices. <laughs> and like 15, 20 minutes later, it goes off and you lift it out. Okay. I lifted it out and the chicken was like falling apart. <laughs> <laughs> Patches of batter were missing. Ooh. And the wings had completely come undone or whatever. <laughs> And needless to say, that was my first and last rack of chicken I ever made, and I was back up front. <laughs> but but I did get a, a nice little check. Okay. You know, I take my little $40, $50 check, yeah. and I go buy music. And oh, oh, that like Shackles that. album? I bought Shackles. When, go back to show number two, if you're not Shackles. familiar with Shackles and RJ's latest arrival. I bought my Shackles album yeah. because my boss at KFC uh-huh. told me to get that out. <laughs> And this is a guy with a big, juicy Jerry curl. Ooh, <laughs> Brian He's like, man, that shackles is hot. <laughs> I was like, all right, I'm going to get it. Oh, I should have <laughs> threw that thing at his head. <laughs> but that was my first wow. official job. What about okay. you? All right. My first official job was there was this bar and grill, and it was called Charlie Brown's. And I uh-huh. didn't necessarily apply my father kind of did a favor for somebody that was in a jam. Right. So uh, he gave me a job where he was like, okay, all we got for him is uh, he could come on the weekends uh-huh. and uh, he can help set up for the brunch and be a bus boy. Okay. So That's I'm cool. like, hey, first job, I don't care. I just got me a fresh uh, used 1981 uh, <laughs> Honda Prelude. Hey, it's so, all good. So if I can hook something up with that, I'm set. Right. So – uh, I get there and, uh, you know, they show me the ropes. I meet everybody and everyone's nice. So I have to wear this old funky polyester pants and right. this uh, shirt and, and beat up looking tie. Right. So, uh, you know, you go around and bus and everything. So when I had to start setting up for the brunch, I had to climb up like two flights of stairs into this attic that okay. was unconditioned and had to pull out all kind of big, large tables <laughs> and, and all kind of props and right. all kind of stuff. So I have to pull all that stuff down. And man, I mean, it took hours. Right. So as I had to wait for the place to close. And then after that, I would set up and it would take hours. So finally, like about two in the morning, I was done. Had to be back by, I think, seven in the morning. Right. So come back seven in the morning. Right. And uh, instantly got to quickly set up and and start busing and helping them out for a brunch. Mm -hmm. One day, a person was sick and... They were in charge of doing the omelets. Right. So they were like, ah, oh, hey, hey, uh, we, we, Jimmy, we need you to come out here and do the omelets. What? <laughs> Did I have any experience? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> <laughs> so the omelet station was right in front of this large glass wall. Right. So I'm sitting up there and people would come by. I said, I want some mushrooms, some cheese, some onions. And right. so you're dishing it all up and, and, and you're pouring the egg and, of course, it's with these uh, uh, electric skillets. So you have to flip it in order to cook the backside. Right. Mind you, I'm behind this big old glass wall. Okay. So the first time I had to flip, yeah, that sucker hit that glass wall. And there was a bunch of grease <laughs> sliding like, down just like off a cartoon. <laughs> so, of course, big old laugh. I had to wipe up grease stain off the glass window. Right. After a while, I got used to it, and I thought okay. I was Mr. Cool Breeze. Right. So I get done. Mm-hmm. Two weeks, mm-hmm. you get your check. Nice. I was all excited. They were like, hey, Jimmy, here's your check. Thank you so much. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, man, I'm about to buy me a new stereo. Da, yeah. da, da, da. Thinking all this. Why was that check $30? <laughs> 
<laughs> Did you make tips? Man, they you know, I'm the bus bus boy, so they're right. gonna hand they're gonna dish you okay, bruh, Jimmy, we thank you for your help. And he's right. pulling away a couple of bucks. Here you go. Right. After he got a fistful of money. I'm like, bruh, I had to clean up behind you. A crumpled up one yeah, and some nickels exactly. and dimes. Yeah, you can get some change, bro. Don't spend it all in one place. You know. I know the feeling. Man. Ah, so yeah. that's my experience. Yeah, the polyester outfit. I think we every <laughs> company made you wear something polyester. Yes. It was your underwear. Hey, I had one other job I was going to talk about. Okay. We're running out of time, but can you play the commercial? Just because this commercial for this company I used to work for, yeah. it, it was this turned out to be a horrible job. <laughs> but just play the commercial because okay. it's funny. <laughs> Find what speaks to you at PeerOne.com. I love that commercial. <laughs> that company Monkey. to work for the. Okay, that's funny. I'm like, <laughs> yes. I don't remember that yeah. when I was working there. It was all garbage. <laughs> uh, yeah, but that I, that was another job. That was like my first official job out of college. My oh. real first job. Okay. Yeah, it lasted about a year there, and I was, <laughs> and I was out. I was like, I can't do this. <laughs> so anyway, um, you know what? It's time for a real commercial, a real fake commercial. So, uh, let's fake? Hit. <laughs> yeah. What? We'll be, oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A real air quote. Oh, there we a go. A real commercial. Gotcha. We'll be right back. Christian Walk Records presents Praise Break 2014. These are the Praise Break hits from 2013. And all the songs have the same name. Praise Break. How about this Praise Break hit from New Calvary Missionary Baptist Church of Compton, California. Or the Jackson Memorial New Jerusalem Sanctified AME Church in Charlotte, North Carolina. The People Bryson Chapel Hill Chariot Church of Jackson, Mississippi Mass Choir and Jazz Band. The Kraft Cheese and Macaroni Memorial Church in Stockton, California. And let's not forget the Sleep Train Holy Arena Temple Magnified and Uplifted Church of Landover, Maryland. And also this praise break hit from the Lighter Light and Dark Night Cape Crusader and Robin Church of Holy Smokes. I should have had a V8 church in Arlington, Texas. And if you order now, we will send you free the 12-inch remix praise break from the Little People Pentecostal Sanctified AME Missionary Mount Olive Electra Woman Luther King Jr. Mass Choir of Detroit, Michigan. Order today because there's a limited pressing of 500,000 copies. Order fast and order a lot because you need to. Call 1-800-252-5252. Call 1-800-252-5252. That's 1-800-252-5252. Once again, that's 1-800-252-5252. We take the rush debit card and we work with check into cash. So order today. This commercial was made possible by BlackPeopleMeet.com. And Church's Fried Chicken. And welcome back to the Hush Show. Welcome back. Welcome back. Do mm. a jumping jack. Welcome mm. back. To That's the right. Left. To the all right. 
some calisthenics. <laughs> hey, recently the Hush Show had the opportunity to sit down with a member of the U.S. military. Jimmy, can you give me a little bit of that uh, 1970s uh, special presentation intro music? You got it. The Hush Show would like to take a little time to thank some very important people, the men and women of our military. That's to- right. That's right. Today we want to focus on one branch of the armed services, the Navy. Uh, today we have a member of our Navy who uh, whose name is Kenny, in air quotes. <laughs> <laughs> and I believe Kenny's going to be deployed soon, but uh, I'm not going to get into all that. Uh, Kenny, hello. How are you doing? I'm doing fine. Doing fine. Good, good, good. Um, why don't you let us know uh, where you're at and uh, what you do? I'm down in San Diego on my ship, about to deploy soon. Uh, basically, I'm on a designated, so not really in a job right now, but, <laughs> but <laughs> I, I, I'm put where I'm needed. So okay. You're put where you need it. So if you put where you need it, that means like if the bathrooms are dirty or... <laughs> that- well, that's birthing cleaners. Birthing, everybody does that. Oh, everybody okay. does that. Okay, what else do you do that everybody doesn't do? Well, I work with the ABHs right now. We basically, we're directing aircraft on the flight deck in the hangar bay. Oh, that's sweet. So you're on the flight deck? No, I'm in the hangar bay. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's all good. It's all good. We're giving you a hard time. All right, all right. I was asking you about this earlier. I said, uh, I, I know there's a rivalry between the vessels or the boats or the ships or whatever you're on. And uh, can you tell me about one of those uh, competitions, what these rivalries entail? It's called getting the Battle E. That's basically showing which type of ship is best on the West Coast. Mm -hmm. And for us, we did get the Battle E on the West Coast. But me, personally, I wasn't there for all that. I just met that basic minimum requirement, so I got the award. But. <laughs> so you're getting an award for doing, uh, how you say it, Jimmy? Uh, uh, nothing. Yeah. All right. All right. So you, you just along for the ride. Exactly. All right. All right. Um, I was on the uh, probably a couple months ago, and that thing is humongous. I know that's not the boat you're on, but uh, I was able to go and see the sleeping areas. What do, what do you call that? A birthing. Birthing. A birthing. Okay. And basically, it's four bunks or racks in this little tiny area. And it probably sleeps, each one probably sleeps somebody who's shorter than six feet tall. Ooh. I'm 6'4". And the guys <laughs> told me, yeah, these are probably a little short for you. You'll be curled up. And the mattress was about as thick as my sock. <laughs> and, and you have this little storage area underneath. Okay. Is that all the room you have? Is that the only space on the boat that is your space? No, you also get uh, what we call a stand-up locker. Yeah. You get one of those, and yeah. you're just supposed to put your formal uniforms in there that okay. need to be, like, iron, like, just whites, N-dubs, okay. and SEs. Okay, so aside from that locker, is the is that sleeping area, the birthing, whatever it's called, is that basically your space? Well, well, for... All the regular people, yeah, but me personally, no, because uh, okay. I, right. I uh, work the system a little bit. What I do, I I have my little space. I'm on still on the bottom rack, uh-huh. and then there's a middle rack and a top rack. So okay. there's, there's three racks. Right. There's no one sleeping in the middle rack. 
even though that's the best rack, but it doesn't have the lift up space under it. Okay. So it doesn't have that like little locker under it. Okay. okay. So basically what I did, I made that rack and then I went over and put a lock on that locker to assign to that <laughs> rack. So I, now I got extra space. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> so, but if you don't make it look real and play the part, Right. Then you're going to get stripped and you're going to get your lock cut. So I went over to dirty clothes and everything, <laughs> grabbed myself a nice dirty towel. <laughs> I don't know whose wow. it is. You got to put it in there, make uh, it look make it look real. Sometimes you got to close the sheets. And, right, right. Yeah. Has anybody else figured it out? Uh, besides the guy who lives next to me. Yeah. Uh, no, nah, no. Nah, have, nah. have you noticed anybody else doing it? Of course, the, of course. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. it was not your yeah. original idea. You somebody just kind of hipped you to it, or or you you just were smart enough, like, hey, I know I could do this. Well, I knew I could do it, but there's this one guy who has like six lockers, so <laughs> 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 I'm taking him down too. If I'm going, okay. down. <laughs> yeah, you're going down. Yeah, 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 yeah. Practical jokes. What is the best practical joke you've seen played, and what is the best practical joke that you've played or somebody's played on you? This only happened to me personally once, <laughs> but like when you're sleeping in your rack to get into the your like living space where you store your stuff under you, yeah, you basically you have to lift up the mattress on your bed, right? Okay. So if you're sleeping in your bed and you forgot to lock it, <laughs> somebody could <can> woo. <laughs> yep, and you're yeah. up there, yeah. and the only and you can't get yourself down because it's called getting your rack triced, right? So they'll trice your rack up, and they'll put the little safety bar so you can't get down. <laughs> oh, you stuck. <laughs> uh, and then you're out there yelling for help. Like, come on, man. Someone help me out. Oh, you can't even <laughs> roll out. Man. You're just stuck. You're pinned up against the wall, yep. and it, you're like in a V, <laughs> yep. a tight V. Oh, that's messed up. And so you either got to wake up the person next to you. So how did, how did you get rescued? Well, what? they eventually let me out. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. All right. Because it was All in right. the middle of the night, so they eventually Ooh. let me out. Were they just messing with you, or they were getting you back? Well, well, I'm, I, uh, I, I, I tell the I whole story off. now. See, he did something. Right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Now, now, there's probably very little privacy around that spot, huh? Yeah, zero. You can do nothing. Nope. You can't even mm-hmm. sneeze without anybody. Uh, all you got to your rack for privacy is a little thin curtain. Yeah. And usually people will be taking those off when you're sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> so you'll be sitting there asleep, and then you'll turn around, and then, like, and all this You see everything. Just, yeah. That's messed up. We're running out of time here. Is there anybody you wanted to uh, shout out, Kenny? Yeah, shout out to my boy, Ronald. Shout out to my boy, uh, Taylor and David. Taylor that's, and David. That's about All it. Right. On behalf of the Hush Show, we'd like to say thank you. Yes, sir. For the service that you perform and the things that you're doing to help keep us free. That's free to right. say the stupid junk we say that's every right. day. That's right. That's right. The Hush Show loves some Kenny. That's right. Got love for Kenny. That's right. thank you for showing up and taking time out your busy schedule and uh we wish you the best safe voyage thank you all right that was our interview with u.s navy member kenny (laughs) and we appreciate everything he and his fellow uh Uh, servicemen seamen do (laughs) for us uh they're a good group of folks yes they are um you know what speaking of the military Uh uh-huh um, I know somebody whose dad was in the what? military, and he's what? a he's an Air Force kid. He kind of grew Wait, up around on. the military, and I think I, I Yo, thought it would be nice uh, to get no, a, 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 a no. Come on, man, a child's perspective. Hot. Though he's grown now, he, this guy knows everything come about on. everything. Oh, no, you know he knows about 
cooking. Oh, he knows about jobs. He knows how dog, to build things. Bro, I mean, there's out. nothing. No, man. Come on, man. This guy can't do. <sighs> and you know his name. Sugar Bear. Man, let's give him a call. But first, you know what? I need some of it. We need to get his theme music going. All right, all right, all right. Got my paper right here. Man, this number is it's really long. It's gonna take me a second. Seven, four, three, two, one, seven, eight, one, seven, four, three, eight. Where are you? Man. Sugar Bear? Yo, Sugar Bear, you there? Yeah. Hey, Sugar Bear, what's up? This is Willie, man. And and Jimmy. Jimmy's here, too. Hey, um, wonder if you had a minute. We we were talking to somebody from the uh, United States Navy, and I remembered your dad was in the Air Force, and I thought it would be cool if we could get what it's like to grow up as uh, the child of somebody in the military, you know, you moved around a lot and this and that, and you did different things. And I was wondering if you had a second to tell us what your experience was. You call me for that. Yeah. I thought it would be interesting. I, you know, our listeners, they, they like this kind of stuff. You know what you just did? Uh, what did I do? You messed up a perfect dream. Oh, perfect. Perfect dream. What were you? I'm scared to ask, but what were you dreaming about? I was in an alley shooting dice with the president of the United States. <laughs> okay. There's probably about a good thousand dollars on the line. Okay. And all of a sudden I hear this buzzing noise in my ear. Mm-hmm. And I crap out and wake up and it's you. Oh my my bad, man. I know it's I, I know the feeling when you get somebody wakes you up and you're in the perfect dream. Hey, you know what? Okay, I I probably caught you at a bad time, and you you're a little bit upset with me right now. Maybe I could. How about I give you a call tomorrow? Can't do it, man. Okay, maybe day after tomorrow. No dice, man. I'm on a stakeout. You're on a stake. You're on a stakeout. That right. is there something no, you're I'm, doing? Huh, go ahead. I'm pulling, some, I'm pulling some stakes out. What are you talking about? You're pulling some. You're pulling some stakes out. All right. Um, okay, so that's the day after tomorrow. How about this weekend? I've got I got a three day weekend coming up. You think maybe this weekend? I got a three day weekend. Can can I give you a call then? I can't. I'm on a midnight train to Georgia then. Okay. Uh, all right. Sometime next week. Okay. Next week. Yeah. Um, I don't think I can do that, man. I'm going to be flying the American Airlines plane from Sacramento to Charlotte. Okay. I didn't know you were a pilot. All right. Well, you know what, Sugar Bear? Thanks uh, for nothing. Um, I'll try you again some other time. Peace out. Well, Jimmy, we mm-hmm. tried. Mm-hmm. Uh, Every week. He's just a busy <sighs> man. I mean, uh, Jello night. Uh-huh. Uh, Midnight pr- train to Georgia, huh? Steak out. Mm-hmm. No, he was pulling some steaks out. Cooking a falcon. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, we're gonna get him one week, but mm-hmm. you know, uh, should, when when he does Dude. sit down and talk with us, yeah, and he takes time. the time, it's gonna be unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Believe what? me, trust Ever. me. All right, <laughs> okay. Well, uh, everybody, thank you again for joining us on the Hush Show. Yes, and uh, we'll see you next time. See ya. Mm-hmm.
Sanford and Son is recorded on tape before a live studio audience. I think I, we should probably change things up a bit. <laughs> um. <laughs>